Thanks for listening to Workspace Real Estate. I'm your host, James Robertson, and today we're gonna talk about a topic that will so help you if you're a tenant that is looking to give backspace to the landlord. It's a given that the most effective way to give backspace to the landlord is via a sublease, or in other words, a tenant leasing space to another tenant, collecting rent from that other tenant and then paying the landlord. There are multiple ways to execute a sublease, which is something that I'll have to cover in another podcast. But the focus of today's podcast is why you should never, ever, never, ever, ever trust the current landlord to sublease your current space. Let me give you the reasons up front, and then I'll explain. First of all, there is a conflict of interest where the landlord is already getting rent from you, and that landlord will always try to lease out every other space that is not producing income before yours. You'll be the last on the list every single time. Secondly, if they control the ability to market the sublease, and we've already demonstrated why they are not motivated to lease yours first, then your listing will not be properly advertised, if at all. Many times a landlord will just bring up that they have a space that may be available for a sublease to a prospective prospective tenant instead of using all of the wonderful tools and advertising channels available to us as brokers to expose the space, to broadcast to the broadest audience possible. I could go on, but if those two points have not convinced you, I don't think you'll listen to the other points because those are the strongest ones. Instead of elaborating on other points, let me tell you a true story of why you should never trust a landlord to do your sublease. Not even a month ago, we had a drywall company hire us to find space for them in the Houston market. They wanted a short-term lease, So we included subleases in our options for the tenant to choose from. Now the landlord was slow to give us details for the property, um, this particular sublease. They did not show up on the tour because they didn't care that much. They were even slower in providing the proper documentation for us to review in order to get a deal done. And the worst part was they forced that particular tenant that was doing the sublease, they forced them to pay for the concessions that we negotiated. Now, for us, this wasn't a problem for my client. We got a great deal. We got a below market deal, which is always our target. The problem is, is that for the poor tenant who had set up the sublease, they actually hired a broker that, if they hired a broker that had a fiduciary responsibility to look out for their best interest, they would have gotten a better deal, they would have gotten a deal done a lot faster, and they would have saved thousands of dollars. Does that make sense? The the problem here, is that they did not use someone that was looking out for their best interest. They were using someone that was looking out for their own best interest. Now, don't get me wrong. I have no desire to paint landlords or landlord brokers with a negative brush. We're all big boys and girls here in commercial real estate. The the motto is buyer beware. It's our responsibility to take care of our deal. It's assumed that business owners are responsible for their own decisions. That's good and bad. I don't know why, but for some reason, some tenants hold their landlords and the landlord brokers in such high esteem that they allow themselves to be unfairly exposed to expenses and liabilities that are unfair. The only way you're going to know if that's unfair or not is to look at the market in general. So I hope this information will help you avoid making the same mistakes and help you get the best deal at the best location at the best price possible. This is James Robertson signing off and thank you for listening.